Welcome to In the Hot Seat with the Tenney Group. I'm Spencer Tenney. It's good to be with you. I have an excellent guest today, Adam Blanchard, CEO of Double Diamond Transport out of Texas is here with us. Adam, welcome. Well, thanks for having me, Spencer. I'm excited to talk to you today and, and speak with your listeners. I love your show and excited to talk with you about the issues that are important to you and your listeners. And I want to talk about your issues, specifically your race as, uh, for state representative in Texas. So why don't we just take 30 seconds, tell us uh, a little bit about just your business uh, and also um, about the upcoming uh, campaign for state representative. Sure. So, you know, a little background about me. I practiced law for about four or five years. Um, dad's an attorney and my grandfather was attorney. So I was just trying to get in the courtroom and, you know, not many cases are tried these days. And I was practicing in Lubbock, Texas and, and met a really good friend through a Bible study. And uh, he worked for a trucking company there and we just became really good friends. And one night we were out and we just decided we'd start us a trucking company. And so in 2014, we uh, we started this in our kitchen and uh, one truck, one trailer and got our first truck on the road July 1st of 2014. And uh, over the years between now and then, we run about 75 trucks and 200 trailers now and just been blessed to have a, a great group around us. We started a freight brokerage after our trucking company as well. And uh, just been incredibly involved in the in our industry specifically. When, when I was younger, my dad told me, he said, son, to be successful, you need to be involved in your community and in your industry. And, and I've just done that over the years through leadership roles with the Texas Trucking Association, but also with the American Trucking Association truckload carriers. And uh, so here we sit and uh, never really planned to, to run for office. Uh, I was real involved in our lawsuit abuse reform efforts last session in Austin with House Bill 19. Uh, I'm sure it's none of your listeners or you or any stranger to the litigation environment we're living in. And you know, with my background and experiences is not only an attorney, but a trucking company owner, I just felt like, you know, you got to lead from the front. I'm chairman of the Emerging Leaders Council for the Texas Trucking Association and sit on their board. And so I, you know, when that effort came up last session in Austin, uh, just jumped in head first, uh, helped with the, the bill drafting, uh, testified in front of the House and Senate committees on the bill, got bipartisan support, and we were very fortunate to, to build a great team. And through hard work, we, uh, we got that bill passed, and, and we're looking to continue to keep that going here in Texas. Well, I love it. And I was so excited um, when you told me that you were running because while you were working on that bill, um, you were highly influential. And of course, through, um, through social media, there was, and, and, and uh, kudos to the Texas Trucking Association for the wonderful campaign they did um, to get that message out. And like I said, it's such a natural progression for you to kind of step into this leadership role. So let's talk about the issues. What are the things, um, the issues that you're passionate about um, that you'll be addressing if elected as state representative. Well, you, you know, Spencer, it's it's funny. There's nobody in trucking in the in the state legislature in Texas, and and uh, as you and I both know, you know, to a large degree, good conservative policy comes out of Texas, and uh, just kind of like we we unfortunately seem to see bad policy coming out of California. And uh, you know, after last session, it just became very. Uh, apparent to me that we need more business owners in office and it's my generation's turn to step up. And, you know, my plan was really never to run Spencer. What I planned on doing was coming back to San Antonio, which is in Bear County, Texas. And I wanted to start a pack with about 10 or 12 young business owners and executives. 
Uh, we were going to focus on city, county, and state elections here. Uh, Christina Aldrete with the North Chamber of Commerce, which is a fantastic chamber here, is starting the Civic Leadership Academy, which is designed to coach people up on how to run. And I thought it was a perfect opportunity for us to combine both of those efforts to start identifying great candidates to run. And uh, next thing you know, uh, Lyle Larson, who's the current state representative in, in House District 122, is expected not to run. And so uh, I started getting phone calls and uh, my, it, it had talked to my, you know, talked to my wife about it and prayed about it. And, you know, the Lord's given me a certain skill set. And, and I felt like I needed to step up and serve not only my community here in San Antonio, but also the state of Texas and our industry. And so I uh, went back and, and said, look, we're in and uh, talked to Lyle Larson early on in the process. And, and you know, then it, next thing you know, it's just full steam ahead. And so, you know, what we're focused on, Spencer, in this race are, you know, jobs, education and security. I mean, there is no question that we have a jobs crisis in the United States. We've got a jobs crisis in Texas and in House District 122. And I think that there's no better uh, group of people than, than our folks in our industry to start stepping up and, and getting involved on solving these. I mean, the equation for a growing economy and, a, and really for you know, our industry too is, you know, we got to have low taxes. We have to have a regulatory environment that encourages, not discourages businesses. We've got to focus on road and highway infrastructure. Um, you know, we've got to have, you know, education's hugely important. You know, we need more vocational uh, programs, I think, back in our schools. Um, I'm part of the No Child Left Behind era. And, you know, not everybody wants to go to college or, or frankly is needs to go to college. And so I think making more students job ready uh, coming out of high school is hugely important. Uh, Security is very important. You know, we've got to have safe neighborhoods. And, and here in Texas, we've got a huge problem at our border with the with the uh, border crisis going on. So that's important, incredibly important to this community. But, you know, those are the things we're focusing on. But, you know, I, I think there's even more to that, Spencer, because, you know, our industry has so many great leaders. And I think that uh, everybody out there needs to start thinking about how do we get more people in our industry involved? You know, I talked mm -hmm. to, to John Esparza after the last session. I said, John, y'all have done an incredible job of this Emerging Leaders Council. Uh, you know, they've had that program for 10 or 12 years. Uh, I'm the current chairman. And I said, we've got a whole pipeline of great candidates throughout the entire state. And I, I said, look, we just, you know, had a huge victory with lawsuit abuse reform, with Texans for lawsuit reform here in Texas, which is an incredible group that stays very involved politically. And I said, let's go start identifying races uh, within the leadership of our organization and, and get those people engaged and active. And so um, I'm certainly in my race right now to, to win it, to serve my community in San Antonio. But I think that there is is more to this equation, Spencer, on others in the industry getting involved and, and getting active. And we need more people stepping up and running. I, my goal is to have a trucking caucus in Austin. And I think every state state in the country should have that same goal. Uh, I think that's a that's a goal worth having there. So let's let's talk about that. You and I, Adam, we talked about the opportunities that are right in front of us, having trucking logistics professionals having a seat at the table. So what's the message? Yes, you have two messages here. One, you're trying to get elected. But number two, as we've openly talked about, you're trying to inspire other younger trucking professionals to step in and serve. So what's the message that you would want to send to our industry peers out there uh, who may be beginning to think about 
um, serving in this capacity. Yeah, thinking to serve or or, or us calling them to serve, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and that's great leaders a lot of times are sought after. And, you know, Spencer, over the years, I've spent a lot of time advocating uh, for our industry at the state and federal level. And as you know, and I know, you know, this is this is a tough business. It's 24 hours a day. And, you know, but but breaking away and taking those opportunities to get involved in in our industry, both through state associations, as well as like the American Trucking Association and truckload carriers, I think is incredibly important. You know, a lot of people think feel like their voice, uh, you know, a singular voice can't be heard. But, you know, that's not true with House Bill 19. You know, nobody thought we could get that bill passed. Uh, the trial lawyer certainly underestimated us. Uh, Fortunately, because they didn't realize that all we have is grit in our industry. And, you know, we went and got that bill passed. And, you know, I think that each of us, you know, we're stewards while we're here. We need to leave this, you know, leave this better than we received it, both in our communities and our industry. And I think that we need to start identifying those leaders within our industry and start focusing on getting them in positions and in leadership positions. And that's in state and federal level. Um, you know, I'm focused here in Texas. But, but there's others that I think would be in a great position to look at it federally. And, you know, with me running, one of the reasons that I'm really excited about this opportunity is because now I kind of understand the process. You know, I'm, I'm in the trenches right now. It's like starting double diamond all over again and, you know, <laughs> kind of developing that playbook, so to speak. And I think we can use this to start making a real positive impact throughout the country. And I think that, you know, those that are out there and listening, you know, let's get active, let's get involved and and let's start getting ourselves in leadership positions because as you and I know, our industry always seems to be constantly under attack, whether it's lawsuit abuse Mm -hmm. reform or vehicle mileage tax, regulatory issues. I mean, there's so many things out there and, and we can go knock on doors at the state and federal level to, to advocate for our industry. But what a, what? there's no better way to do that than us actually being in office and affecting positive change because when we're doing that at the state and federal level advocating, a lot of it's educational. And if we had those experts already in office, then I think we can really make a lot of impact on on our economy throughout the country because everything you touch has been on a truck, Spencer. You know that, and I know that. And, you know, let's keep moving America forward with some strong leadership from our industry. So let me back up here for a second. I love all these things that we're talking about here. So I want to put the focus back on you for a second. So a couple of things that I've heard so far in this conversation, uh, we talked about faith. We talked about your Bible study. You talk about leadership, stewardship. Where, where do these influences come from um, as, as part of you being who you are today? Who are some of the people that you would point to that have had great influence in your life? Well, I grew up with incredible parents. I mean, you know, I grew up in very much a faith-based household and, you know, my, my bedrock has always been my faith. And, uh, you know, my father has always been a huge mentor to me. Uh, my wife is wonderful. I way out kick my coverage with her. You know, I, 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 I'll tell you, Spencer, it, over the last six or seven years, starting these, you know, three companies from the ground up, I just was a lot of days you walk in your front door and feel defeated. And, and my wife has always been there every day. And when I walk through that front door, she tells me that she loves me and she's proud of me. And, and what a blessing to have her. And, you know, her father's been a huge mentor to me in business. And, you know, just surrounding yourself with, with great people. And our industry has, you know, just an incredible group of people and leaders that I've learned from. And I think that, you know, as, as 
time evolves and, and we develop that, you know, you start getting these core tenants that are just part of you. This industry, I think, develops each of us too with that grit and determination. And I think all of which are, are great characteristics for people that, that have a heart for service in their community to get out there and serve. And that's just kind of where I am in my life. And, you know, at the end of the day, Spencer, you can't take this with you when you're gone. And that was mm-hmm. really a lot of what Ariel and I talked about is, is we, you know, thought about whether or not to run is, you know, look, we can't take this with us. I think that the Lord puts you in a certain place and, and when he puts you there, you need to step up and serve. And and that's what we're here to do. And, and something I think that we can start doing throughout the entire country with a lot of our leaders in this industry. Well, I'm, I'm already getting a little inspired. Now you said something earlier. I want to, I want to back up. So tell me about the moment because you were kind of on the search committee to evaluate possible candidates something happened and then you end up being the candidate. So tell me about what happened there where you're part of the search process and then you get kind of roped into actually being the candidate. What happened there? Well, you know, I've got a lot of great friends here in the community and, you know, they're, they're to me, you know, I've never been one. I, I was not, frankly, as we started evaluating this, I'm not here looking for that title or that position or that power. And I think that's, you know, a, Part of the problem with some of the folks that, you know, that we that we get frustrated with in office is they're not in it for the right reasons. You know, I'm in this to serve. And so started calling around, you know, it's like, look, who who's out there? Who's the best person for this seat? And I think that's where the conversation always needs to start. And, you know, there were some really good people out there. There was another person, Frank, actually, to begin with, it was going to run, Spencer. And, you know, he just had some circumstances in his personal life uh, that just he just felt like he wasn't in a position to run. So he called me and said, Adam, I'm, I'm out and I, and I think you should run. And that's kind of how the, the whole process started. And, you know, I'm an attorney and a business owner. You know, they, they'd seen what I'd done last session on House Bill 19. You know, that was a really tough bill uh, with the drafting of it. I helped, you know, help testify in front of the House and Senate. You know, the hardest vote we had on that bill was, was the House floor, the first vote there. And we got 10 Democrats to vote for this bill. And it was a very partisan bill. And six of those were from San Antonio. But, and that was just a product of us working together. I think that all of us out there are, are yearning for some reconciliation and, and some unity within government. And I think there's a lot of things we can work on together. And I learned a lot about that process last session. And I think that's how you affect really meaningful change and, and good policy. And so, you know, it was really through that process that, look, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to step up and serve and, you know, I'm going to serve as, as long as I'm effective for us and then I'm going to go back to work. And uh, I think the more owner business owners that you get in office, the more you have that mentality. And, and I think the more practical approach you have to focusing on the operational needs of our communities and our economies and our states. So one wild card question, and then I want to, um, ask you how folks that want to get behind you and support, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. But what, I, what I'm interested in, Adam, there, being in Texas, you're representing Texas. For those that are watching this that are outside of Texas, what is the number one Texas barbecue joint that they must go to if they came to support an Adam for Texas event and they wanted to stop in and have some barbecue? Where would they need to go? Well, Spencer, I'm going to throw back a wild card answer. You know, about a year ago, my safety director loves to barbecue. And so we bought a big cooker for, for our company, actually, that we take around to events throughout the city. And, and in fact, the first time that we cooked uh, 
we were we were in the top three on on Connor's ribs. So I'd give you a place to go, but I think if if everybody's going to come down, we're just going to we're just going to fire up our cooker. We'll just cook for everybody and throw some briskets <laughs> and some ribs on there. And uh, uh, Connor Swedberg's my safety director, has been with us since the very beginning. And and I got to say, there's nobody better that I've met out there that that can that can smoke on our cooker than he can. Well done and done, sir. So help us out. Tell us how for the folks that. Uh, want to get behind, want to support you, how do they do it? Yeah, so best place to go is to my website. It's it's adamfortexas.com, adam, and it's F-O-R for texas.com. At the, at the very top, you can, can there's a link to contribute. You can scroll down to, and um, there's a form on the website. You know, it's funny, Spencer, early on in this process, uh, you know, at this point in the race, you're just basically out there knocking on doors and meeting voters in the district and earning their support and raising money. And, and I was telling folks early on, I said, you know, the only way I'm going to get this done is with my trucking family coming in. And and I'll say they, they've, they've really come in big for us. And I'm very appreciative and blessed to have so many great people out there in the industry. So yeah, financial contributions from anybody out there listening would be huge. This is, you know, it's about a $500,000, $550,000 race. Um, you know, I didn't come from a lot of money. Every dollar I've made is a dollar I've earned. So, you know, but we're stretching every dollar that we, we receive in contributions, uh, we're running this like a business. But uh, but even more importantly, they can learn more about me through the website. And uh, they're welcome to reach out to me. They can send me an email or, or give me a give me a call, shoot me a text. You could probably put in your podcast. I give you my cell phone number, my email. I mean, anybody's welcome to reach out. I mean, I'm here to serve not only House District 122 and the state of Texas, but but also our industry as well. Well, Adam, thank you so much for taking the time out. I know that you are hustling uh, across the state right now doing your thing. I really appreciate you taking time to share with our listeners. Go support Adam for Texas, guys. That's going to do it for us in the hot seat. Adam, and for everybody else, we'll see you next time.